Um, well, hey, you want to just read an intro and go after the sports? Oh, we don't even get any foreplay? We're just... I, I mean, we can, but... Jumping right in. The first thing I wanted to talk to you about is related <clears throat> to it. Oh, okay. I'm in then. Welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Kira Geithman. I'm Troyan Bloin. Oof. Yeah, this is my Talk best. about terrible impressions, yeah. It just, it doesn't feel right when she's not there to finish the cadence. Yeah, no, I, uh, I took my best shot and, uh, like the yeah, Tebow, no, it was a swing and a miss. Yeah, like I can't even fault you for it. Uh, yeah for anybody who hasn't figured it out by now first off you're an idiot second kira's not going to be here today she uh she apparently has other friends so weak right but yeah so uh let's not bury the lead seattle is getting an nhl team (sighs) oh yeah that'll be exciting yeah. Um, I've I've said that I uh, absolutely really want to go to like one of their games. <laughs> yep. I can. Uh, so they're it's the 2021 to the 2022 season is when they're supposed to be. Uh, oh. Is they supposed to be their inaugural season? So. Okay. So, so we got some time. Yeah, it, it's going to be a little while. Uh, I imagine it'll probably be about 2025 before I ever make it to a game. Um, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go during their first season and then never make it a point to go again. Yeah, I think what I'm gonna do is like I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna like hold off like three or four seasons and just see like is this actually gonna catch on or is it because it's gonna be so big the first year that like the tickets are yeah. gonna be pretty expensive. The second yeah, it's kind of like a, the Golden Knights work, exactly right? exactly like people got on board although Vegas it was easier because there was nothing no other sports teams there whereas Seattle oh yeah Seattle has a but even like team, but they don't have they don't have winter sports teams oh yeah but even like beyond just that like that team that 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 uh, city like fell in love with that team yeah you know like anybody can get fans to show up except for the Rams but or sorry except for the Chargers. But uh, I can't even remember their name. They, They're so irrelevant, despite being like probably the, one of the, the other, best six teams in the league. Dude, they're not even the best team in their city. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh, man. They are title contenders, and we're still like, but the Rams are better. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I believe that to be true. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you had me do a power ranking of all the teams right now, the Rams aren't my favorite, but I'd say that they're the best if I had to be as objective as possible. So, Yeah. But yeah. I digress. The point is, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting uh, to see how that all plays out. Yeah, it, it really will. Um, I think... Uh... 
it's going to be unfortunate for Seattle um, two or three years in because the thing that happened with the Golden Knights that has happened with, uh, or rather, the thing that happened with the Golden Knights has happened to so few teams uh, Mm -hmm. where their expansion season ends up being phenomenal. Uh, a championship run yeah yeah well but even even a playoff run like even at that point it's still like wow <clears throat> um, yeah um with the fucking leftovers and so i think even but if i think seattle, with um, I think even if seattle has like a good first year or even if it's not that great mm-hmm. and people are gonna be excited and stuff but two or three years in just wait the the mariner fans will come out yeah well i think hockey is like one of those one, one of those sports that's kind of very like any given sunday ish where you can uh, even if you have discarded players, you can still make a good run if they play well, and you can get the team to go together. Yeah, it, it or is. Or like <clears throat> fo- football, it's a lot harder because you have to field you know twenty two solid starters. You have to get them all in line with each other. It, it takes a lot more time. Where yeah, you know, like same thing with basketball. You know, you need you need five good guys. Yep, and it it helps if they're playing in sync with each other. But if they're just giving LeBron the ball, it's still going to be a good team. Yep. 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 You, you just need, uh, you need some good talent. And you need a, one prolific player, um, mm-hmm. for, for, uh, golden Knights. I seem to recall that being their goalkeeper, but I, I could be wrong. I know goalkeeper is usually the one in hockey that like, if you, if you have that, you're pretty fucking set. I seem to remember that they got flurry. Um, that's coming to my head, but you know, sp- spoiler alert: I'm not a follower of hockey, and I'm not about <laughs> to become one. <clears throat> I would root for Vancouver because they were right across the border from me. Uh, yeah, and I rooted for the Penguins because they're in the same city as the Steelers, and that was it. That's all. Mm. That's all Gross. I had. I've seen start to finish probably four hockey games in my life. Wow. I, I, I like watching the uh, Stanley Cup. Uh, I always like any sport where it's like do or die kind of things. You know? Yeah, no, it's it's dope. I just, I never make it, like, I either never make it the oh. beginning or I go do something in the middle, even in a Stanley Cup game. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's just not for me. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like the sport particularly. I just like... Yeah. Oh hey, no, I'm with you. This I'll is watch, the end of their season. I'll watch the playoffs in in basically anything, but uh, yeah, especially because it's always like it's usually the highest level of competition. Like the Stanley Cup this year, I didn't think it was terribly interesting because the Golden Knights just didn't put up a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, relatively, they're uh, I think they either their goalkeeper was injured or he just wasn't playing to his full potential at that point or something like that, and they just despite getting as far as they did, I. They lost four one. Hmm. Blowouts and finals aren't fun. No, no, not in, uh, not in unless you are the team blowing them out. Uh, Super yeah. Bowl forty eight. Eight eight. Yeah. yeah. I know. Everyone talks about how boring that Super Bowl was. I was like, that was the best Super Bowl ever. What are you talking about? Fantastic. <laughs> No way you thought Bercy Harvin was running back that kick. <laughs> or that we we're starting with two points. Yeah, so good. Play one. So good. Mm. Um, Fantastic. 
But yeah, so it looks like the they're going to be the totems most likely. The name hasn't been announced yet, but that does seem to yeah. be the most likely one. Um, because that's what the world needs is a, another Indian-related name. Yeah, but at least this one's not like a disrespectful oh, one. Oh, a- absolutely, absolutely. This is, uh, as far as the Indian-related names go, this is the one that they should be happy about. You yeah. could say it's the token totem. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, that's been enough for the night. <laughs> we should call it here. <laughs> Podcast is over. We're done. Got my one um, joke yeah. in. We're good to go. Yeah. My flag football team, like a couple seasons ago, because like, they've been talking about being the totems for a while. Yeah. And uh, we had this white kid as our captain. Sorry. We had this kid who likes mayonnaise on his sandwich as our captain. That's and, right. That's um, right. You don't see color. Yeah. We had the mayonnaise mafia running things. And. Uh, I love that. Oh, yeah. It's such a great phrase. Anyway. This kid was running, and he named us the Totems at the time. And even at the time, we're just like, oh, great. Now we're the Totems. And uh, now it's our team name. So every time we go up and they're like, all right, Invincible or some actually okay name. And who's the captain for the Totems? And we're like, oh, that's us. That's, that's we. Yay, Totems. Like, at least we're a pretty good team. Otherwise, I'd be like, fuck this. That helps. Yeah. Haha, you guys got beat by somebody named the Totems. I bet that hurts. Yeah, it's... uh, Team names are a weird one. Because, like, you don't... Like, my my school team was... uh, When I was in elementary school, was the Golden Eagles. I was like... Oh, nice. Why? Our colors are blue. That was one of my uh, elementary school's mascots. Yeah. But it made more sense because the colors were gold. So. Yeah, our colors were blue. It's like, why are you doing this? And then, and then the high school's colors were black or uh, red and black. So then when we got to high that's school cool. with the Mountaineers wearing that, red and black. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, like the West Virginia Mountaineers logo. I'm imagining. Um, no, the the logo was just our our MB for Mount Baker mm. and then uh, our mascot was a guy wearing a lumberjack outfit um, and huh. then our uh, band our marching band wore kilts oh for some reason that's a good re- way to get me out of marching band yeah I, I seem to recall you saying you you hated the kilt bands um, I mean, I, I just, I don't like anybody that doesn't do like traditional marching band, honestly. Yeah. Like that's the reason why I didn't join the marching band at university of Oregon. Cause I saw them in their track suits and I was like, mm, pass. <laughs> I'll, uh, not do that. Saved yourself a lot of time. Yeah. I've been interesting, but whatever. Yeah. So th- this weekend though, we, uh, we had a fun weekend. Then fuck the week. We haven't even got to the week. Let's get through today first. Today was packed with news. Oh, what else? Coach Pretty. Uh, Coach Pretty to USC and Coach oh, yeah. Meyer out at 
fucking Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Ohio State's gone, <laughs> and somebody posted it and said, good, now we can enjoy good, clean football again. I was like, um, really? I don't think yeah, we're there yet. I yeah, I don't think the Coach Meyer stepping down is going to really solve that issue. No, no, no. And really, like, they played great, clean football. I would never say that Urban Meyer was a terrible coach. He's a terrible person. But, you know, the two aren't mutually exclusive. This is where somebody would jump in and say, he's not a terrible person, he just lacks in judgment. But that person isn't here, so... That's, we're just gonna let you know. That you know what the qualifier for a terrible person is? They lack in judgment. <laughs> they make terrible judgment calls that are terrible decisions. I've just been people. I've been reading too much Ohio State Twitter to not know what they would say <laughs> right there. It's been it's been so much fun. I I, <coughs> I uh, against better judgment the other day when they didn't get into uh, the playoffs, which was fantastic. Against my better judgment, I commented on a few things that I saw on Twitter that day oh, from Ohio man. State fans. And I like logged in again later. And it was like, you have 25 new notifications. <laughs> like, oh, shit. See, what, Twitter, it, what it turned out to be was like well, two guys arguing in a chain underneath one of my comments, but still. Yeah. The thing about Twitter is you, you can't downvote people. So you have to comment and know, tell right? them exactly why you're so upset with them. <laughs> Yeah. I just let them wallow. I don't care. Yeah. All yeah, I said no, was I'm, 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 they, they, they said that they were mad that Haskins wasn't even getting a chance for the Heisman. And I was like, in most polls, he's third behind the two guys that are ahead of him in QBR. And, and then someone responded, well, you can't just use one stat to measure how good a quarterback is. And I was like, okay, but if you were to use one stat, to rate how good a quarterback is, I think quarterback rating would probably be a pretty good one. To, to rate a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. the the three finalists were Tua, Kyler, which, by the way, I just don't say Tua's last name. I know it's Tagovailoa, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just yeah, sure that, like, I, I can barely say our intro without sounding like I have freaking mashed <laughs> potatoes in my mouth, let alone try and say his name. <laughs> So, yeah. to us, and even, even like your mispronunciation is not like a bad. Wh- where does the N come from? Why does everyone on ESPN do this? Tongue of Iloa. <laughs> yeah, they're making up a letter. What? I don't mind you mispronouncing necessarily, as long as it's not an easy one. But that what's your ad? Where does the N come from? I don't understand. It's a whole thing. Like at first, I think it was just Adam Amin doing it, or at least that's the first person I noticed. And then it's just been like slowly catching on over at ESPN. And now they're like, Tongo Vailoa is out with an ankle injury. And you're like, what? <laughs> mm, I don't get it. Yeah. The only thing that goes around faster at ESPN is bad takes about the Cowboys. <laughs> skip. <clears throat> the, um, yeah, and he's not even there anymore. Um <laughs> But yeah, so it's Tua, Kyler, and who's the third one? I'm blanking on. Dwayne Haskins. Oh, he actually is a candidate. What the fuck are they complaining about then? You haven't even lost yet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it might be Willie Greer. I don't know if they've announced the finals yet. Let's see. No, it's not Willie Greer. I remember seeing the the uh, 
promo for it, but I just couldn't remember the third one is. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't Greer, though. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Oh, Gardner Minshew's up there, but uh, he's not. He won't go to New York. No, yeah. Which I think is fair, despite what people around here will say. What will people around these oh, parts? That's right. You're in Washington. <laughs> yeah, around the Washington part. I was like, what will they say? Even you don't. Yeah, even you Dub fans are pretty in favor of him. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's new. I mean, it, it seems oh, disingenuous for the most part. But... Yeah, it really is. They'd get so salty if they hadn't. They always will. As long as they have Jimmy Lake versus uh, Mike Leach, it's going to always be a UW win. It's just, it's just such a terrible matchup. Yeah. Like, like if you look at the two ways that you can beat UW are either you beat them on defense, you know, you just hold their their offense to ridiculously no low numbers, because fucking, uh, what is it? Cal beat them thirteen to ten or some shit, thirteen seven I think maybe hmm. something ridiculously low. So they just were able to barely outscore them. And even so, you know, you have to put up some points because the alternative is Utah, who lost to them 10 to 7 or some other ridiculously low number. Right. Um, or <clears throat> you you beat them with the run game because that's what Oregon did. Like, Oregon said, look, we have, you know, a top-leading NFL recruit uh, at quarterback, but we also have a good run game. And we could put our best against your best, or we could put a pretty good guy against your, uh, you know, run defense, which yeah. we're gonna bet you don't have. We were right. Go after your weakness or, instead. Yeah. Why would or, we meet you at your level? You're forgetting the third way to beat Washington. Oh yeah. Be Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the number one way to beat anybody. <laughs> But I tell you what, Alabama's going to – what they're going to do if they're in that situation, they're going to run the ball like crazy and they're going to beat them on defense. Yep. Which is pretty much what they did when they had uh, Jalen Hurts and uh, – oh, what's his name? The guy that's on the fucking Cowboys now. I'm swearing a lot tonight. I don't know why. Um, The guy who you're thinking of is Amari Cooper? No, 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 no. The running back. Running back. uh, no, so it's not the guy on the Cowboys because that's Ezekiel Elliott. No, he's a backup. Just got drafted. Smith? Last year. Rob oh Smith. Oh my god, I actually... No. Just got drafted last year. Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough. Yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. actually play on their team anymore. Oh, okay. Well, ran all over UW. And don't get me wrong, Jalen Hurts did some damage on him too, but, you know, they beat him with the run. And then they just dominated him on defense because so the final score was like thirty to seven, I think, if I remember correctly, when they played last. But they didn't beat him through the air. You don't beat you dub through the air. And if you're running an air raid offense like Mike Leach does, it's going to be very hard. You could slide it to the side, like if if, if you're doing you know short completions, because even when Oregon was throwing on him. They're just doing little drag routes, little under routes, slip screens, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. 
That's the only way you can beat UW. Three teams managed to do it this year. And now, now they're playing Ohio State in the uh, Rose Bowl, and I don't even know who I want to win. Yeah, that's, that's a hard one there. Mm. Yeah, is there a way for you to both lose? I think I'm I, until earlier today I was leaning I was going to say Ohio State, but now with Urban Meyer retiring, I'm like, send that guy out with a loss. Fuck that guy. The last taste of football he should know is is loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Which bowl game is it? Which one is it called? It's the uh, Bowl of Roses. But that's not the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's the Rose Bowl. Oh. I'm just fucking with you. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> uh, it's, pro- it's probably not as obvious to you, but uh, it- it's an obvious matchup because the Pac-12 champion and the uh, Big Ten champion always face off in the Rose Bowl, except now for when the Rose Bowl is a playoff game. Gotcha. Interesting. So that's why. So that's why <clears throat> every Pac, you know, most of the Pac-12 teams have played in the uh, – I played in the Rose Bowl. Most of them haven't played in the Sugar Bowl. That's the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. SEC versus uh, ACC. Uh, no, the Big Twelve. Big 12. Right? Okay. I believe. I don't know. We're just. I mean, this is outside of my f- football knowledge. So, but fun fact: Hawaii has played in the Sugar Bowl when they played Georgia back in two thousand and eight. I believe it was. I don't think that and Cole Brennan's last collegiate game. It did not. Well, it did if you're a Georgia fan. Hmm. This year, there's, yeah, it's a Big 12. This year, it'll be Georgia versus Texas. Okay. Um, that'll actually be a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of, Georgia yeah. did not make it into the into the top four. And, like, there's a lot of people from Georgia and uh, Ohio State – that are all pissy about the fact that they didn't make the playoffs. But I think object, like if anything, I'm saying UCF should have been, should be in. Uh, But if we're going to, but if I'm just talking about Georgia and I'm just talking about Ohio state, I think it's pretty objectively fair. The teams that they picked. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Cause they picked undefeated Alabama, undefeated Clemson, undefeated Notre Dame, all of whom had fairly decent schedules. It's not like they scheduled cookie cutter teams. And even if they like had a weak schedule, you're like picking teams five years in advance and hoping that they're going to be good when you're doing scheduling. So yep. I can't even fault them if they have a bad schedule. It is, it is difficult to, to, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you could do the research and you could go back and look at how was that team when they made the. Yeah. And that's the alternative. But, but yeah. even still, like they got, they, they all have top 25 wins. Um, all that. And then number four is Oklahoma who has one loss and they avenge that loss. Yep. That, that to me, it just tells me like that. And even that one loss, it was a one point loss. I think maybe three point loss, some three point loss last minute field goal to Texas. Uh, Ohio state lost by fucking 29. Yeah. And, and Georgia lost twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Interestingly I, enough, they lost twice in the two games that they uh, did fakes on special teams. Oh, interesting. Only two ones. 
One of them being the dumbest fourth and 11 call I've ever seen. Was this the one in Alabama game? Yeah. Yeah. That set Alabama up in great field position for Jalen Hurts to take over and win the game. Live and die by your decisions. Yep. So now Jalen Hurts gets to be the new Drew Bledsoe. Is is Tua <clears throat> like guaranteed out, or is there a chance he comes back? I don't know. I haven't done the research on that. Okay, but I I choose to believe in the Drew Bledsoe narrative. <laughs> More fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, the the big problem that I have, or the the only problem that I have with the way that the selection show went down, um was that UCF was such an afterthought. Oh yeah. Like if it's ridiculous. ESPN didn't even have them. They weren't even discussing them. Um, no, like they haven't won lost or they haven't lost in two years. Yeah. And then ESPN always does that where they like, they'll talk about all the teams and then they'll be like, and kudos to UCF for getting as far, but they just weren't, you know, enough for the playoff committee. Like don't, afterthought them like that yeah <laughs> put them in the, at least in the primary conversation yeah, yeah. I, I was listening to uh rob mullins talk about <clears throat> their process on uh on uh ryan rosillo's podcast <clears throat> and uh well first off he kind of gave a little dig to uh threw a little shade at taggart and helfrich he said, uh, he said, uh, oh, what was it? They were talking about, they were talking about scheduling non-conference games and mm-hmm. Mullins was like, yeah, I, you know, it, it really just depends on, on who you're dealing with. Cause some guys like, like Chip and, uh, uh, Cristobal, you know, really just say, give us the best competition because we've got to be a great team if we even want to go that distance anyways. Bring everybody at us. Test our team early. Let's let's see what we're made of. He goes, and mm-hmm. some other coaches uh, kind of go, well, hold on. What are you doing there? <laughs> I was like, well, hmm, I wonder what other coaches you could be talking about. <laughs> um, but no, he, he was talking about the process of, of looking at uh, the teams and and there was the question, you know, what kind of consideration did you give to UCF? And he just kind of went, you know, we went and we did the deep dive on UCF, and you know, we just uh, and, and basically talked about why they thought Michigan even was a, was ahead of them. Um, and it just the whole thing, I was just like, you're you're giving them like a. Uh, what is it? You're you're saying you considered them, but we all know you never did. Like no, yeah, you didn't look for reasons to include them. You looked for reasons to exclude them. Exactly, and and I don't know. It's to me like I hope that they go. Like it's I now gorgeous. hope that they go undefeated next year again. Yep. Like how many times do they have to do it before somebody gives them a shot? Yeah. I think this was a hard year, especially, though, to do it. Because you had three undefeated teams, which is very rare. Yep. Uh, yep. Most of the time, they're, you know, 
somewhere one of those teams will cannibalize the other one in conference. But one of them was Notre Dame. Yeah. And Clemson was able to run through the ACC without really being checked. Yeah. Um, Because the ACC is down, with the exception of Clemson, obviously. That's what's crazy, though, is that if Notre Dame had one loss, they're out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same with Clemson. Well, Clemson would have been. Clemson would have still been in the conversation with those, the next, um, you know, five and six no. spots. They, they'd, they'd have been, they'd have been out. Like they'd be in the conversation, but everybody would have kept them out because they'd have said, "Oh, their their schedule's too weak." Mm. Yeah, because who the fuck did they beat? Who the fuck did they beat? I don't That's, know. I think their biggest win's probably over uh, Miami, and Miami wasn't good. Uh. They'll claim a win over Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech wasn't good. Q's. They beat fucking Syracuse. Woo! Um, I mean, they finished, you know, in the top 25, but it's just not, like, a ma- massive win. Yeah, so they beat... Oh, they beat Texas A&M. I'll give, I, I will give them A&M. That's fair. Okay. Um, A&M, Q's. But, like I said, like, if they lost one of those games... Who the fuck would they have beaten? They lost to a- if they lost to A and M, their signature win would be over Syracuse. They lost to Syracuse. Their only win would be over Texas A and M. Like their only noteworthy one. It's just not like a top four level team. As a result of that, don't get me wrong. I still think they deserve to be in the top ten uh, with a, with a single loss. But I I would put Ohio State and Georgia over both uh, over them. Thing so, is, Georgia lost to a strong LSU and a strong Alabama game, uh, team. So then, here's the and question: the, based based on resumes, I'm I'm excluding UCF from the conversation because everybody else did it. Why? Everybody we? does. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think they got it right? Um, excluding UCF, I think they it's 100 percent right. I don't know if I have Ohio. No, I have Ohio State behind Georgia. <laughs> Uh yeah no I agree with that entirely uh all of it looks fair to me so then um, I think what it is is it's just it's not a big enough playoff yeah no and and this would be a good time to quickly resummarize how you fixed the uh, playoff last year <laughs> uh yeah so I, I've been talking about this for years and I think it's how they should have done it from the outset uh of a much more effective way to run the playoffs where I know everyone's going to get super excited when I say eight teams, because I think that's objectively fair. Um, I think that we need eight teams to be able to get into the playoffs. Uh, You autumn, all five power five conference champions automatically get a bid. So that way you have as a power five team, you have, a singular objective way to get in. If you win your conference, you're in spots one through five. Um, then for the remaining places, uh, you are automatically the highest you can be ranked. If you are undefeated. Um, if you go your entire season without getting that, without losing, you get to be spot six. Uh, the only time this is actually going to be an issue is if there are four teams that are undefeated 
and not conference champions somehow, not Power Five conference champions. Uh, but you know, then, then that's what the committee's for. Yep. And then beyond that, you know, it's just whatever the committee has decided is the top remaining teams, and it just gives an objective route to every single team. When your conference is a Power Five team, you're in. Are you a G5 team? Win every single game. You have a little bit more adversity because your schedule is automatically easier. But if you win them all, we'll put you in those playoffs. And I think that's fair. Like looking at the teams that have won, you know, have gone undefeated in the past as a G5, Boise State under Chris Peterson, that's, they, they deserve to go into the playoffs. Uh, undefeated Hawaii, I would have given them a shot, even though they got their asses kicked in, in the Sugar Bowl. I still think it would have been fair to give them a shot at the title. It's like, well, and look, and you guys, I was just saying, that's the thing is if it's an eight team playoff, then if one of those teams goes in there and gets their ass kicked round one, fine. You've got another round coming up right after. Yeah. Cause we've, <clears throat> cause we're not saying that like, Oh, these teams are going to go in there and they're going to destroy. No, but they should, deserve, they should get a chance. If they haven't lost a game, why don't they get a chance at the title? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck else do you want them to do? It's either that or expand the conferences and let them in. Yeah. If you're if you're saying the problem is that they don't play in a major conference, then allow them into the major conference. Kick out your shitty teams. Well, they do that every now and then, though. Yeah, um, TCU, do it, do it TCU is a... Uh, <clears throat> yeah. TCU is a uh, G5 or Division One 2A, as they were called back in the day. Just saying... Um, you, you, we could probably do without Kansas. Mm-hmm. We could probably do and without, if, and, uh, uh, you know, Syracuse. Yeah, and then it solves the problem because, like, people have talked about, oh, like, the conference champions can get in a buy, you know, can get it automatically. Well, what about Notre Dame and BYU? Win out. That's yeah. the cost of not being in a conference. Just be in. Win out. Yeah. You don't like it? Join the ACC. You're basically in it in our, already anyway. <clears throat> They're like, I mean, Notre Dame is like the house on the street, but like the street actually ends and then there's a, there's like a through road and then they're yeah. on the other side of that through road and everybody who's on, everybody else on that street is part of an HOA, but that person who's on the separate part isn't in the HOA and they're there like, well, I, I, I don't understand like why you guys are so upset with me. I'm... <laughs> My, where am I supposed to put my boat? It's just out in front of my house. They're like, oh, we're not allowed no. to put our boats out in front of our house because the HOA decided that we weren't allowed to. You, you should understand why we're upset with you. Yeah. Notre Dame <laughs> is like the uh, that exchange kid in high school. You can tell that they're, you know, they're supposed to be the same as you, but for some reason they're treated differently by the faculty. Yeah, the rules apply differently to how their life is. Yeah, or honestly, pretty much any non-English speaking student in computer science classes. <laughs> oh my god! In my experience, in my experience, yeah. I'm not saying it's the case for all of them. I'm just saying some of them got away with cheating quite a bit. <clears throat> oh yeah, dude. I can't tell you how many times there are kids in the fucking back speaking whatever language to each other. And then the the professor would call him out like during a test, and then the t- professor would call him out, and they'd be like, "Oh, I was just I couldn't understand what this question was saying." 
Motherfucker, you're speaking perfect English right now. You can understand what that question says. Yeah. yeah. Or or my favorite excuse, which is, huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> but yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> That's what uh, that's what my gra- grandpa used to do to get out of speeding tickets. Uh, like he'd get pulled over, and the cop would like license and registration, and he just starts speaking Tagalog at him. And then the officer's just like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> Don't have time for that. <clears throat> yep, it's a smart move. Um, but yeah, no, I think you're. I think. I said it last year. I'll say it again, and we'll just keep doing this every year until somebody mm-hmm. who can actually do anything <laughs> until about UCF it gets about. in. Yeah, until UCF gets in, or until somebody else has the same idea or hears us mm-hmm. and pretends like they didn't hear us and does the same thing. Um, yeah, it's we have written idea. or recorded evidence now. Oh, we've already had recorded Time. evidence, but th- this yeah, this exact podcast went up a year ago with this exact method. Uh, but you know why it's, happened, see it, right? it's called uh, busy Fli- busy fixes the CFP playoffs, I believe. Nice. But you know it's not why it's not going to happen, right? Uh, I believe you said it's the NY Six Bulls. It's the NY Six Bulls. What exactly because... do they have that makes it so that they cannot do it? <clears throat> they are so it's it's like you know the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, all that shit. Right. Uh, there are. Four more of them that I just haven't been able to come up with the names of tonight. Cotton Bowl, maybe. I think Fie- Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, they all sound. Yeah, yeah they, they they all drone on after a while. Um, but yeah, the reason why is because they have such a stronghold because they are the premier bowls. This is why it was so hard to get a playoff in the first place. Uh, that they don't want to give up their viewership, you know, so that way. Like the Rose Bowl refuses to change their day because they want to be, you know, on New Year's. So they're dead set on we're staying right here. And if we added a couple more bowls into the mix of the college football playoffs, then all of a sudden they would lose viewership because they're not the fucking premier bowls. It's ridiculous. It makes me, it's, it pisses me off to no end. I mean, capitalism's great. It seems like so the New Year six, New Year Six Bowls, right? <clears throat> Are they all on different days? Uh, well, they're yeah. I mean, they're two. They have two on the same day, and they spread across New Year's basically. So two so are on the same two, day, and the remaining two, four you, are on the separate days. No, you have two on New Year's Eve, two on New Year's Day, and two. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why they call. I don't know why they include the Fiesta Bowl and whatever else bowl. No one cares about them. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so here's the thing, though. What you could do is Peach Bowl. That's the other one. They each one. get two on their days, and you just add one more day. I don't see yeah. why that's well, so pro- difficult. So the problem is now they're they're losing viewership. It's not even like a day thing. That's the weird part. Like they just think that they're going to lose their prestige because now more than just those six are the bowls that matter. You're going to gain more prestige instead of a shitty game that nobody cares about because the end of it doesn't matter. You have a game that determines who gets to play the following week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell that to them. I, I will. 
Where is their phone number? Because they're so concerned with losing their prestige. Yeah. And they don't want to give any extra power to anybody else. They want to ruin it all uh, for us. Yeah. And then it becomes a matter of, well, who do we bring into the fold? Like, obviously the Redbox Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know Redbox was still a company. How have they not gone out of business yet? I, I, I don't know. Um, well, it's like it's really big in rural areas, so that's kind of how. Uh, it's their fault. It's re- I found it nice when I was traveling across the country because uh, you'd go into Kansas or something and you have no fucking signal. So you're like, okay, well, I have this some kind of DVD playing device. I had an old laptop at the time that had, still had a DVD player. Um, so I pulled that out. I put the my D, I, I went to a red box in Lawrence, Kansas, put the DVD in, watched it, and then dropped it off in Colorado Springs. Mm. So I was like, okay, like, that's kind of cool. Okay. Because you can drop it off in any box, you know? Yeah. I hope nobody was w- hope, waiting for that DVD back in Lawrence because <laughs> it's not getting back there anytime soon. Because <laughs> you're going through like areas with no reception, so it's not like you can stream or anything like that. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just... Yeah. I, I think of it like it's... as like, hey, you want to watch a movie tonight? Sure, let's go down to Redbox and get it. Fuck that. I'll pay an extra $2 and rent <laughs> it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's like Blockbuster's Last Stand. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. It's that. We chased Blockbuster in. almost out of here, but they're holed up in that weird hotel in the middle of the desert. It's that last scene in Glory. Oh yeah, I haven't watched Glory in a very long time. That was yeah. a really good reference. I'm on top of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I'm I I think you know needless to say, uh, I'm fairly excited to uh, see if anybody can beat Alabama, which is basically what the playoffs are at this point. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, here's the shitty part: like you you look at it and go, "Oh, Alabama lost their Heisman quarterback. People got a good shot at him now." And then you're like, "Wait, Jalen Hurts was still the starter all the way through half of the fucking." Uh, national title last year. Yep. And and it's not like they're gonna lose anything. Only lost, I think, two games as a starter, like ever. Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's not as good as Tua. I will I will say. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't he's... appreciate the uh, the endless amount of people who are going on about. Gosh, kids looking, gotta see what this guy represents sticking with his team. You know, this is what you get when you stick it out with some. I'm, I'm like, all right, if Tua is healthy, they're kicking him to a curb right away. Tua is playing. Yeah. Also, this is what you get. You get to play two games, maybe at the end of your senior year. Dope. Also, saying, (laughs) this is what you get when you stick it out. This is what you get to do. Like, he didn't have a choice. There are transfer rules. Yeah. Like you have yeah, to sit an entire year. If at the beginning of the year he said, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna transfer out and I'm gonna, you know, sit the year and then I'm gonna play the following year," that way I, you know, can keep his, because um, I think that's what you have to do to keep your, yeah, eligibility. But so you have to sit a year. Even coming into like like you know into the preseason, they hadn't mm-hmm. declared a starter for 
as far as I can tell, they strung the guy along the whole time. Yeah. I mean, but, it's very possible. I mean, like Nick Saban refused to talk about it so much so that it became like a little bit of a meme where he was like, I'm not talking about it. So quit asking. You well, know, but even, whole, even Jalen Hurts said, nobody's told me anything. Yeah. Like, you know, as far as he knows, he had, you know, been, I think it was 23 and two or 24 and two as a starter. And his most recent game, he got taken out in the second half and was, you know, on the sideline, just as supportive as the rest of the team. Like if nobody has told you anything, why wouldn't you think that you're still the starter? The other guy's still an underclassman. Like, yeah, the alternative is what he could have done is he could have done what Kelly Bryant did. And I'm not saying there was, he should have, or he shouldn't have. I'm just saying he could have where after he, they said, you're not starting here. He could have been like, oh, okay, fuck you guys. I'm going and I'm transferring out of here and then not played for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, guaranteed. But yeah, he he didn't really know until most likely until the early season, like you said. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people are giving him credit and, and either knowingly or unknowingly, uh, they're giving him credit so that they don't have to discuss how fucked up the system is that. Oh yeah. And like, what kind of fucked up logic is this anyway? Like, Oh yeah. You know, you really need to be loyal to your team. Your team gives you everything. You need to be loyal. What the fuck does a college football team gives you? They, they get millions and millions of fucking dollars from using your name, selling your Jersey, using your likeness for their advertising. And you get to eat. Some food. That's really it. That that's really all they provide you. What the fuck? Why should you? Why do you have to be loyal to them? What what is the purpose of that? And even at the NFL level, what is the purpose of being loyal to a team there? They owe you nothing. You owe them nothing. You, you know what I think? Would I was thinking about the other day? What would be hysterical? Would be if. Uh if they could somehow challenge <clears throat> that uh, that sports media can't use their their likeness without compensating oh, yeah. them. Johnny Manziel did that. Oh, did he? Uh, or n- <clears throat> not not him personally, but um, somebody else. Because <clears throat> Johnny Manziel got was getting in trouble for you know taking money and shit like that. Yeah. And then um, I can't remember who it was. One of the talking heads went on and said, "Okay." So we don't want him to get paid. But what if I go to this NCAA website store right now and he pulls it up and like the first thing that's on the top of there is uh, Johnny Manziel jerseys being sold for a hundred bucks. And he's like, so they're selling his jersey for a hundred dollars of which I'm sure he's getting absolutely nothing. So it's totally okay for them to get money, but it's not okay for him. And suddenly, out of nowhere, Johnny Manziel's sentence was only reduced to one game. Don't know what happened. Actually, one half of a game. <laughs> like, oh, oh, nope. We're, we'll be quiet. We'll be quiet. <laughs> yeah. We'll be good. Just everyone be cool. <laughs> Stop talking about us. Yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the mirror. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. But... There is still another football league. The uh, the AAF. The AAF. 
<laughs> is currently looking at possibly losing their first overall pick. Oh, really? Josh Johnson uh, was one of the people who was brought in for workouts when the Redskins... Well, he was, protect- were- he was a protected pick, right? Yeah, still technically the first mm-hmm. overall, but... Um, yeah, yeah. The... The... Uh, when the Redskins were looking for a backup for Colt McCoy, um, mm. which is a weird sentence, they <laughs> <clears throat> they brought in Josh Johnson as one of the guys that they were working out. Uh, now that Colt McCoy broke his leg, um, out for the rest of the year, feasible or one would think. Um, yeah. they're looking at who are the other. You know who's another replacement they can bring in to back up Mark Sanchez. Um, yeah, it's possible that Josh Johnson is going to be one of those people. Meaning, I and I don't know how this works. Do, do you? I don't think technically they're mutually exclusive because I mean I know in a contract they can say things like you can't do extreme sports because like that was an issue when Mariota was drafted. They're yeah. he's, they're like you can't surf and he's like I'm gonna surf. Um. But uh, I don't think they're technically mutually exclusive because it does start the week after the Super Bowl. So even if they somehow made a Super Bowl run, it's not like they would overlap. Yeah. Uh, workouts are going to be weird, but you know that's up to the teams and who wants to do what. I don't think that there's a uh, you know non-compete clause or anything like that. Yeah. So that that's and there are different seasons anyways, and it's not like the Redskins are going to the Super Bowl. So. <clears throat> yeah. They, uh, I mean, they're they're not going to draft on that, but yes. Yeah, well, and and even if and even if they, you know, they were going to be going far in the postseason, he's a backup. He he'd just roll right into right into uh, the you know being the fleet backup at that point. He he wouldn't probably be able to roll right into being the starter because he wouldn't have done any of the preparation. But um, yeah, he could still come in as a as a backup. But it looks like the starting quarterback for the San Diego Fleet just might end up being Mike Keith Price, Mike oh. Bercovici. Oh yeah, Burko. I I like that kid. Um, I hate Arizona State, but I do like Mike Bercovici. He's yeah. a good player. So that'll that'll be interesting. Um, do you guys still have Keith Price? What happened with him? I don't think they. I don't think they drafted him. I, I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, he was on the team beforehand, because like he was on the roster. Burke. But then when they do the the quarterback draft, um, yeah, I don't think they just send him off. I think they just keep him and then. I don't know. Let me look. Let me look. Because um, I know you can protect him and say nobody can draft him, but I don't think that. I think if no one steals him, they can technically just stick with it. Um. No, that doesn't seem to be the case. Keith Price is not listed on here. Mm. I mean, they, he might still be on the roster, and maybe there's you can just you know keep signing them as you know basically undrafted free agent, if you will. Yeah. Um, but he was not one of their top four picks, and the rosters for this league are supposed to be smaller than NFL rosters, so I can't imagine they're really going to keep five quarterbacks. Because mm. they're they protected Josh Johnson, then they picked Mike Bricovici. Then they took Philip Nelson, and then they took Alex Ross. Wikipedia still has him as uh, 
part of the fleet, but that doesn't necessarily make it true. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look at Wikipedia on, on purpose because this seems like the kind of thing that Wikipedia would not be yeah. uh, up to date on, up to date on right yeah. away. Um, um, also, as I did that, um, report Redskins hope to sign QB Josh Johnson. That was one day ago. <clears throat> so we'll see if that ends up uh, we'll see if that ends up happening. I'm sure we'll know by the end of the week. That'd be funny. Yeah. But I mean, Berkovicu is a pretty highly rated one and Everyone was surprised when Arizona didn't protect him. Yeah. But now Arizona's got Trevor Knight, <laughs> which I'm stoked for. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so the playoffs are starting to take shape. Uh, I think we are finally – let me look it up right now. I think we're at the point that the playoff machine is live on ESPN. Yes, the playoff machine is live. I love the playoff machine. Um, you're, you're familiar with it, I assume. Not particularly. Uh, ESPN playoff machine. It, it is basically what happens is week 13 of every year. Um, it, they put it out where you can go through these tabs and pick the winner of every individual game mm. throughout the rest of the season. And it yeah. shows you live what ends up happening to the playoff picture. So you don't have to go and try to calculate it. Well, if they beat them and they beat them, like you can just click here and say, that makes sense. You can go, yeah. you know, I think the Titans are going to beat the Jags. What does that do? Oh, it didn't change anything. Well, I think the Steelers are going to beat the Raiders. What does that do? Uh, didn't change anything. Well, I think the Cowboys are going to beat the, you can just keep going and, and see how it, you know, if, if, if your predictions go come true for the rest of the season, how does that end up affecting the playoff picture? And then you can start mm -hmm. to go and say, okay, well, you know, what does Baltimore need to do? You know, what's the most likely route for Baltimore to get the fourth seed over Pittsburgh and push Pittsburgh into a, uh, wild card game you know stuff like that mm -hmm. so that's cool I'm a, I'm a big fan of it um just google yeah. espn nfl playoff machine it's fun to do once through all end up probably doing it four or five times each week um the yeah so just taking a look at it here how do i clear this out because i just clicked a bunch of them um yeah, one and two. KC, New England, LA, New Orleans. Um, and then we've got Houston, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Dallas. And then our wild cards as Los Angeles, Baltimore, and Seattle, Minnesota. Seattle's sitting in the fifth seed, coming in strong at the end here. <clears throat> yeah, no, they've been looking real good, but yeah. it's not an easy schedule going forward. Uh, still got. The Minnesota Vikings next week, which is going to be a pivotal game, and later on they got the Chiefs, which is going to be real hard. I completely discounted the Cardinals, but somehow they just toppled um, the Packers, which I, I still don't understand. Yeah, so, I, well, I don't understand anything about the Packers this year. Like, I understand Rodgers was hurt early, but like there, there's really no reason for them to be as bad as they were. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I put money mm -hmm. on them having more than ten wins. Yeah, that, well, it's hard not to when they have Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, but that, that's how bad that I read that one. Yeah, I mean, everyone did. It's not a surprise. I mean, yeah. that is a surprise. Like, it's a surprise that it's that way. It's not a surprise that you thought that way. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, no, like, um, the thing that's been weirding me out last season and this season, Aaron Rodgers' body language has been weird. Like, if you look at yeah. him, he, he whenever he misses a pass, he gets pissed at the receiver. <clears throat> and, like, he always he always has this look like he's disinterested and he just doesn't care anymore. I don't know the last time I saw him smile. I don't know. I could be reading into nothing, but something about his body language is telling me that he's just done with it all. Yeah, you're not the only one to see that either. There's there's a lot of people who are who are eyeing it and saying that he just doesn't look like he's in a good place. Um, the hypothesis. Well, I mean, imagine going home and seeing fucking Danica Patrick. I'd I'd be pissed too. <laughs> The oh, hypothesis, shit, the hypothesis I heard, um, that that I think makes the most sense is that he he just wasn't liking the coaching staff this year, and and yeah. that the way that plays were being called and stuff. Because like I could see, I could totally see if you're a player who's as good as him, right? I could see that you you make a bad throw, you're pissed, but you're like, all right, I'm gonna get the next one. Like I know I can do this and stuff. But if you mm-hmm. don't have faith that the next call is going to be something that you know y- you can work with or that your team can work with, it's like imagine if they had overcoached Peyton the year that he that he just blew everyone out of the water. Like he yeah. basically was, you know, they'd make the calls, but he was an active uh, participant in what the play was um, and what play call was. Yeah. If Rodgers isn't and he doesn't have any kind of faith in, you know, McCarthy or whoever else was calling play calls. And the thing that makes me think that that is actually the right, the right thing there or the right, um, uh, assessment. Yes. Assessment is because in the past, I think year or two, um, there was a time when McCarthy was calling plays and then wasn't calling plays and then was calling plays or where they were, they were handing it off to people um, mm. and changing up who was calling it. That tells me that there is an issue with either the play calling or with uh, Aaron's, <clears throat> how Aaron is taking the play calling. Um, yeah. Well, that's why they say with like great coaches, especially in like sports, uh, not necessarily as much in football, but still in football. Um, uh, your uh, great those great coaches do very well with all stars by letting all stars do whatever the fuck they want and somehow still finding a way to coach around them. Um, you yeah. know, so like for example, Phil Jackson back in his time, uh, three out of four quarters he ran his system and he had their team running what he thought was the way to run the offense. And then quarter four, he said, "All right, Jordan, you got this." <laughs> And Jordan did whatever the fuck he wanted. Right. And it worked. Because Jordan didn't like that offense, but he said, all right, I can finish it and I can close and I can win this for us. And it worked. It was He managed that well. Ty Lu, People gave him shit because they said, oh, LeBron's running this team. Damn LeBron straight. should be running that team. <laughs> <laughs> Let Ty Lue just you know, help <clears throat> manage the rest of them. Do you watch Ty Lue as a player? Fucking Allen Iverson literally stepped over him. Yeah. Um, you know, like, 
let your stars shine and then do your best to, you know, support them when you have an all-star like that. If you have a shit team, then, you know, overcoach them. That's fine. But when you have, you know, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, let him fucking do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. And now, like, you almost need to, because you just, they just gave Aaron, you know, a boatload of cash in the offseason. You mm-hmm. now kind of need him to be uh, in the conversation of who are we going to bring in as the next head coach. And I don't really see, I don't, I don't even have, you know, a guess. Like there, there were immediately odds for who were get, who was going to be the next Browns coach, and mm-hmm. that was that was the podcast where I came on and said I, you know, I thought Mike McCarthy was a good option because I thought there was a chance he was going to go. Um, and, and, but th- this is different. I have no idea who fits at all for Aaron Rodgers. It seems like no. they're the name I heard f- getting floated was um, Cliff Kingsbury, but he just signed as the offensive coordinator at yes, uh, UCSC. So, so that's, that's not dead. Happen. Um, the one that I heard was Josh McDaniels. Um, oh, that that gross. they were gonna you know, split off from the. Patriots, but his name is always floated whenever there is a good quarterback on a team that needs a coach. I mean, his name's always going to yeah. be in the conversation until he is a head coach again. Yeah, that's kind of how the Patriots staff goes. Yep. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm pulling for head coach Peyton Manning to come in. I would love that so much. That would be so, <laughs> so funny. There's no way they'd do it. I, I know you know that. It wouldn't work. I know. Um, I would root for it. Yeah, I I would love it so much. I'm Shit, I, I'd love I'd love head coach Hugh Jackson. That'd be hilarious. Oh, that would be I'd, hilarious. I'd rather head coach Ty Lue. <laughs> um, head coach head coach Brett Favre, head coach Donovan McNabb. Oh. I'm just going through oh. old old quarterbacks and see if any of these stick. Um. Yeah. Well, Brett Favre actually kind of makes sense because he was, you know, a Packer. Yeah. But also... Also terrible. doesn't make sense because he kind of alienated uh, the Packers. Yeah. Um, the, the, he's, been a, he's been away long enough that they'll, they've forgiven him at this point. And, like, you know, Rodgers uh, stepped up in a big way, so... Here's one, and I, I should look up his age before I say it. Well, it actually doesn't matter. I'm gonna say it anyways. What about Tony Dungy? Ugh. Bring him back. I mean, it's not a bad. It's not a bad call. He's only sixty-three. I, I hate it. <clears throat> I still hate it. Well, that's still old. I, I know, but yeah. like, I mean, there there are much older quarterback or much older coaches. I mean, not in the NFL. I mean, the oldest one's sixty-seven. Really? Hey Siri, how old is Pete Carroll? Carol is 39 years old. That's not right. <laughs> 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 it picked up like a basketball player or something. I don't know. Um, Pete Carroll is 67. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's the oldest living coach in all of the NFL. Yeah. And, he, and he's kind of, 
he's at the age where people keep frequently talking about, eh, and how much longer is he really going to coach? 70 years. 70 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this uh, playoff machine while we've been talking, and I just noticed something terrifying. The Steelers are currently a half game up on Baltimore, mm-hmm. and they still have to play the Patriots and the Saints. <laughs> Who do the Ravens have? The Ravens have... Uh, the other two games the Steelers have are the Raiders and the Bengals. Um, the, Raver, the Ravens play the Chiefs this week, then Tampa Bay, then they play the Chargers. So they don't have an easy schedule either. No, they don't. I'm just and then they play the Browns. So Yeah. Their schedule's harder. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Well that makes me feel a little better. (laughs) The Ravers. (laughs) The Ravers, yeah. Uh, I like the idea of a team that's the Ravers. They just they shouldn't be located in Baltimore though. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you see the Maryland flag, like that's very colorful. Kind of works. Yeah, I really don't like that flag. Oh no, they're so proud of it. So are we gonna talk about <laughs> three offsides or? I'd rather not. Three off, three offsides back to back to back. <laughs> You know, at some point, it's like you know we've gotten so many of them. Let's just let's just keep going for them until he misses and they don't call it. Well, actually, like on the third one, I don't blame him. Uh, so, for those who aren't sure what we're talking about just yet, the Steelers had a 16 point lead, I believe, in the fourth quarter, even, or is it only in the third? Uh, it was at definitely time. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know how long they sustained it after. Anyway, oh, I I don't know. The Steelers held a 16-point lead for a very long time against the Chargers, um, ultimately leading to a tie game with only a few seconds left. With the Chargers able to I can kick to win smiling. the game, oh, I am definitely smiling. I'm grinning ear to ear. Uh, the Chargers able to kick to win the game, and on the very first kick, it's wide to the left, but Despite the fact that it didn't change the play, very evidently, um, the, the Steelers get called for an offside. So then they go again, five yards closer. Again, this time the Steelers block the kick, jump on the ball, recover it to like the 50-yard line. But again, they're offsides. So now 10 yards closer, the Chargers kick again. This time it goes through the uprights. But the Steelers still give another uh, offsides. And of course, Chargers decline it because they win the game. It was th- such a sad, like, blowing of a game I've ever seen. One of the saddest I've ever seen. Yeah, I was pretty sad. I was having a great time. I was pretty, pretty sad. We were definitely trading cheers. <laughs> You'd scream, and then I'd scream. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it became pretty obvious wins. that I was the only one basically at B-dubs that was rooting for them. Because every time anything happened for the Chargers, you hear a bunch of people, woo! And I'm like, oh yeah, we're in Seattle. <clears throat> Just ask the Seattle. I can't imagine why. Yeah. 
Not but, a lot uh, of Steelers fans up here. No. You got to look hard for them. I remember I went to I went to a a lids in uh, Seattle, and I said uh, I walked in, the guy goes, "Hey, we're gonna be fine," and I was like. Yeah, I'm looking for uh, Steelers hats. And the guy just goes, ah, you just missed me. I just burned them all. (laughs) Ah, Okay. Yep. Gotcha. I've been like, (laughs) so where are they? (laughs) You don't get to be sassy. You know, you work fucking retail. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the Wendy's Twitter account. All right. Yeah, well, the Wendy's Twitter account doesn't work retail either. Yeah. But, uh... I think it's funny. Sorry, this is a little bit of a tangent here. No, I think no, it's no. funny that other companies are, like, trying to follow suit and be, like, the sassy Twitter accounts. And every time it's just like, don't you fucking dare. No, the, uh... Wendy's, I think, is because their products are good. The Lobster Shack is, is on top of it, though. Oh, really? I don't, I've never... I, I forget which uh, which lobster shack it, it is, but they basically are just like have just been going after PETA. Oh. Um, Good for them, I guess. Um, well, they did it with like uh, <laughs> they shared some kind of um, they so here we go. The way this local seafood restaurant roasted pita after they posted a sign urging people not to eat crabs is epic. Um, that's the headline. <clears throat> um, you always know it's good when some random news source says, it's epic. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody posted, the, the pita posted this, uh, this um, billboard up that says, I'm me, not meat. See the individual go vegan. It's a picture of like a blue crab, you know, the Maryland crabs. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood posted a picture of the PETA warehouse and said, come outside and show your face, PETA. And then uh, and then tweeted out, good morning, at PETA. And it's a picture of a bunch of dead crabs. Um, (laughs) And then uh, the girl responds, ah, childish taunts are good for business, apparently. They replied, look, we won't give you hair advice and you won't give us business advice. Cool? Cool. (laughs) Her hair hair is like pink. Um, Damn. Yeah, it, uh, (laughs) and then, (laughs) yo, yo, Jimmy's, let's be real for a moment. Megan's hair is super rad, so trying to make a joke about her hair is lame AF, and it's 2018. Can we not all just be besties? And once again, her hair is super rad. Your friend, Kip, hashtag grow up. Hashtag pink hair rules. Hashtag BFF. Hashtag besties. Hashtag salads are better. And Jimmy's response to them. She's still not going to date you. A for effort though. Rat effort. (laughs) I I remember reading through these and I was just like, I don't care what side of the argument anybody is on. They're doing a great job. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I liked, um, I think EA tried try to do something, you know, sassy on Twitter. And it's like, everyone fucking hates you. Yeah. Don't do this. And so someone responded to him like, don't you dare try to be a fucking sassy Twitter account. Yeah, they they lost all credibility with that Battlefront thing if they ever had any left. 
Oh, they've not had it for so fucking long. Like I said, if they had any left. Yeah. Um, They're just the worst. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you get big game studios. There's very few of them, you know, do it in such a way that, um, that there isn't something to criticize. <laughs> they have only things to criticize. EA Sports is garbage. Fucking garbage. Well, FIFA's They put out the same game... They, it's the same game every year. It's the I, same thing with Madden. They just put out the same fucking game, and then they're like, "Hey, buy it again." And I, I agree. Still fucking. I agree, and I buy a new you're not, one. You're not buying anything new. You're all you're buying with the new game is updated rosters. Yep. That's not worth paying sixty dollars, but it's the only way you can get updated rosters. And yep. then they pretend there's new features. They're like, "Oh, you can." Dance as the coach now, and you're like, I don't want to dance as the coach. I want a better game. Their updated feature back in like 2011 or 2012 was that they removed the sprint button. (laughs) There was what? Their updated feature back in like 2011 or 2012, I forget what it was, that they they removed the sprint button. So instead of holding R to sprint, now your guy just always sprints because why would you not want to sprint? Wow, look at them. That's (laughs) legendary. Yeah, but no, I I like FIFA, but you know, to your point, I only buy those games you know once every three years or so. Like, I still have I still have Madden from what mm-hmm. two or three years ago when I first got the PS4, and I didn't yeah, even I like buy that Madden. one. I got it for Christmas. I like playing Madden, but that's because they have the stranglehold on the market and don't let anybody else make football games. Yep, and uh, <laughs> until. Until players are getting paid, we won't get NCAA again. Mm-hmm. So. So fuck you, EA. Yeah. And, uh... And anyone like you. Um... Trying to remember what else happened this week. Oh, yeah. Seahawks killed the 49ers. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun for, uh... For us, in, in particular, yeah, we won light up beanies. <laughs> we we not only won light up beanies, but so for people listening, we went to the game. Uh, we were sitting in the row that got picked for uh, you know the free prize giveaways, and they're walking down, and they gave too few for the row, and uh, so somebody in the middle of the row didn't have one, and she's looking around like what what, and and one of the guys who was handing them out saw it. But he didn't have any more in his basket. So they went and they got more and they came up. We just kept passing them down to get extra ones. <laughs> so yeah. we all ended up with like two of them. Um, well, it was even more than that because you and Tess were tech, like oh, your seats right. were technically right. in the row, row ahead of us. So, like, the, I asked the guys that were supposed to be in your seats, like, hey, do you guys mind uh, hopping up? Do you mind switching spots? It's like right there. It's not a big deal. And so they were cool with it. If anything, but you're close. Obviously, yeah, and but obviously, like those are their beanies now. Like yep. you guys can't keep them; those are obviously theirs. Uh, so when the guys went to go get more beanies, David and Tess just passed theirs up to them, and they're like, "Hey, we don't have beanies either." <laughs> Pass, Pass them on over. There we go. So yeah, we uh, yeah, now we got like little light up Christmas Seahawk beanies. Yeah. Let's say Department of Imagination. Thank you, Washington Lottery. Yeah. 
It's the only thing I'll ever get from you. I like that they call them the Department of Imagination because, like, really what it means is you can imagine that you won the lottery. You're not going to. Don't be yeah. ridiculous. No one, no one wins the fucking lottery. But you yeah, can least, imagine you did. At least they're honest. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a yeah, fun game. It was a real fun game. Like, I got to drink uh, wine out of a can, which was a new experience. Yeah. Chardonnay in a can. Thank you. Shout out to Murph. Murph. That sells wine in a can. That's the name of the company that sells Chardonnay in a can. Also Very classy. The unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Murph. <laughs> if can, can. If no can, no can. <laughs> One could ask, can can, can Murph do the can can? <laughs> it's actually a really common phrase in Hawaii, by the way. Murph is? If can can, if no can, no can. Oh. I, yeah. It's really complacent, really. Yeah, no, that, that, that sounds right. But it's a fun one. Yeah, we're... Uh... They're not. They're not our unofficial presenting sponsor, but they they are an unofficial sponsor. We're still we're still waiting for that that correct. They're unofficial so unofficial they don't presenting. even know. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're uh, <laughs> we're all about unofficial sponsors here. So if you'd like to be unofficially sponsored, uh, either hit us up or just have something we like. We'll send you a completely unofficial uh, prize pack. Complete with some gum and anything else I can find in my desk drawer. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're just going to give them a Twitter mention. And a Twix bar. <laughs> Half of a Twix bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think that we've, I think we've uh, kind of nailed everything down. Yeah, we kind of actually stuck to uh, the imaginary script because there there is no script but we got through everything amazing go us yeah we don't need kira let's get rid of her we'll replace her with something else her uh, salary is just too high yeah she keeps <laughs> ditching out on us for her friends we might have to loser we miss you <laughs> <laughs> What, I, what I've figured out is um, I drink a good amount of wine before I even touch Bumble, and then I let drunk me handle it. <laughs>